Good morning, Kettlebrook family. Troy and Ryan here. I want to welcome those of you who are watching this gathering virtually. We're excited for our gathering this morning as we gather together here in West Bend as well as in Jackson. And wherever you are watching this, we're encouraged by what God's doing in our midst. Now, that said, if you're watching online, there may be a number of reasons why you're watching online. Something that's near and dear to our hearts is to make sure that we know that the virtual gathering is never intended to replace the, the engagement that you are meant to have with brothers and sisters in Christ face to face. Yeah, Hebrews talks about the importance of, of gathering together. Jesus himself took on flesh and embodied mm -hmm. who God was. And so we want to have an embodied faith. There's just something that happens that's mysterious but amazing when we gather together physically with our brothers and sisters in Christ. So with that, we ask that you would enjoy this gathering, uh, but we'd love to see you back in person as you're able. God bless. God bless. I love it. I love it. All the talking, all the just being in relationship with one another. Good morning. Welcome, Kettlebrook family. Merry belated Christmas, happy early New Year for those of us who are gathering together as both West Bend and Jackson family all in one, and those of you who are viewing our live stream. We're so it's so good to gather together as family, isn't it? We yes, amen. Yeah, we could clap. It's really good to gather together. And family, I'm excited for this morning's gathering as we gather together as a big extended family. We're going to do things a little bit differently than maybe we have in the past, but Martha and I and our team are really excited, trusting that God is going to meet us as we gather. If you want to think about this gathering, uh, in essence, it's going to be like one big extended kind of guided personal reflection slash prayer slash worship through song slash doing it all together as God's family. There will be times where we're going to adore God in song and in word. There's going to be times where we confess sin in song and in word. Times where we pray on the behalf of someone else, both through song and through words or the meditation of our heart and songs where ultimately it leads us all to give thanks to our great God who was born a babe, what led to the cross, victorious over sin and death, who's praying for us at the Father's right hand right now, the scriptures say. Isn't that amazing? So we are hoping that God will connect in one or more of those elements, those rhythms that we flow through the gathering this morning. Now, when we gather together uh, as extended family, Jackson and West Bend, typically there isn't any organized children's ministry, but we do have some pretty cool stations set up for those of us who are a little bit younger, and maybe it would be more fun to be active rather than sit for the whole time in here. In the gym that you're used to, and in the hallways of the offices, we have six stations set up that are going to allow our younger ones to be able to experience some of the same things that we're going to experience and try and experience here in this gathering space, but in a more tactile, experiential way. Does that make sense? So that's going to be in the gym. That's going to be in the conference room. And um, Steve Farina has volunteered to take all your... No, I'm joking. Steve, I'm joking. What we'd encourage you to do is if you have little ones who would like to experience that, is mom and or mom and dad can take them to the gym, take them in the hallways, and you can go there for five minutes, you can go there for 55 minutes, you can come and go. We just wanted something where your children are, be able, are going to be able to experience the love of God, 
the goodness of God in a tangible, experiential way. Lastly, we'll remind you at the end too, but when you came in, if you did not grab one of these prayer guides, this is going to be helpful. You don't have to have it, but this will be helpful to lead you through this morning, and this will also serve as a resource down the road that you can take this and do do your own kind of experiential guided prayer time. It's got QR codes linked for the songs that we're going to sing this morning. It's got the scripture included for the scriptures that we're going to share this morning, but feel free to take one of these. We'd encourage you, and afterwards, we'll have some kids, the kids stations we'll have a little booklet for that also i am going to begin our time together in prayer and then after that jenny is going to come up and lead us to read scripture from psalm 51 or psalm 103 will you join me in prayer father we are thankful we're thankful that we can gather together as as your family and as i i look out i see familiar faces and new faces and as we look around, we, we see each other, and um, we're all here for the same reason. And it's because of you. It's because of your great love shown to us in the, the baby Jesus who, who grew to be a man who gave everything for us. And God, the prayer of our hearts this morning is that recognizing that Jesus gave everything for us, that we might give you our hearts for this hour. And in so doing, that we might adore you. That we might be able to confess, knowing your forgiveness, the ways we're not like you. That we might be able to take in the goodness we've experienced, pray that others might experience it too. All with an attitude of thanksgiving. Giving thanks for our great God and the person and work of Jesus Christ. Father, meet us where we need to be met. Encourage us where we need to be encouraged. Convict us where we need to be convicted. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 14. A Psalm of David. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. And may I never forget the good things that he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. He revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to anger, and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for all our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens and above the earth. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are, and he remembers we are only dust. Would you stand with us?
Good morning. I want to say again that families with young children, you are very welcome to stay here in the gathering with us for the whole of this morning. If you would like, there are um, prayer activity stations set up in the gym in the hallway near the gym if you would like to make use of that at any time this morning. Adoration. There's so much that we can adore God for, isn't there? He's beautiful. He's strong. He's holy. He's our redeemer, our shepherd, a friend, counselor. We could go on for a very long time thinking about the different things we can adore God for. This morning we're going to take some time to adore him for his love. The idea for this prayer activity comes from a book called The Love Exchange. So for the next few minutes, we're going to spend time just silently in your chair, loving God. Think about the reasons that you love him this morning. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes and just spend some time right now telling God why you love him? Search your heart for things that are specific to you. Maybe something from just today. Why do you love God today? Have you ever asked yourself, why do I love God? Spend some time now in quiet personal prayer, searching your heart and your mind for the reasons that you love God.
Amen. Now we're going to spend some time receiving God's love. And to do that, we're going to focus in on a verse that tells us that God loves us. There are many verses in Scripture that tell us that God loves us. All of them are true. All of them are true for you. Have you asked Jesus to be your Savior? Have you received his salvation? In other words, have you repented of your sins? And have you turned to Jesus to be the substitution for, or to be the substitutionary payment for your sins? He paid for your sins. If you've accepted that, all of these verses that we look at about God's love are true for you. This morning, we're going to look at 1 John 4.10. It's in your little um, prayer guide that you took at the door. We'll also be putting it up, or it's up on the screen here. For the next few minutes, read those verses with the goal of internalizing their message. You want to own these verses. Say to yourself, I believe this. This is true. Say, thank you, God. I receive your love as your as your meditating on each word of the, this scripture passage. Try to own those verses for yourself and receive God's love for you. So in prayer, let's do that.
Amen. Now would you hold your hands in front of you as though you're receiving a gift. Just hold them out in front of you. And repeat after me. God, your word is true. I receive your love. Amen. Would you stand now, please, for the reading of Psalm 51? Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what's evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence. And don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And make me willing to obey you.
please be seated. Now we're going to move and uh, spend some time in confession. And as I was thinking about confession, first John 1 9 says he is, if we confess our sins, he is faithful, he being God, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And as Martha has stated, if you've placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we confess our sins not to earn relationship, but rather because we have it, much in the same way a spouse would confess to a spouse or a child to a parent or a parent to a child so that we can restore the relationship that's already there. What we'd like you to do is take the next few moments. There's going to be a representative list that's in your packet that appears on your screen. This is not an exhaustive list of sin. I'm not that smart. It's a representative list of, of things that are probably common struggles for many of us. And so what we want to do is in the quiet of our hearts, ask God to reveal to us one way, more than one ways, where our thoughts, our actions, our lives do not represent him, are, are not like him, and then just confess that to God. Again, knowing if we placed our faith in him that he's already forgiven it, we're restoring relationship with him. And maybe you're here this morning, and during this time, you would come to realize, well, I don't know if I have relationship with God. Maybe you would just confess that you've been doing life on your own, apart from God, this entire time. So maybe that would be your confession. You would ask God to, to come and make you new to come into your life, give you a new heart and a new life. But let's take the next few minutes and just meditate uh, on things in our lives that we can confess to God.
having spent uh, a couple of minutes uh, in our own hearts with God, uh, now we want to do something. We want to take a little bit of a risk. You know, you, you think about taking a risk, and our brothers and sisters all across the world taking risks to live for Jesus each and every day, laying their very lives on the line. Um, it's good to take risks because that's where God has to meet us. Now, we're not taking a risk just for risk's sake, though. You look at Ezra and Nehemiah, God in the Old Testament, it says, would he... We're going to take a little bit of a risk. And uh, on your left here, in the back outside, one line on this side, I'm going to have a bit of our pride on the line as our brothers and sisters lay their entire lives on the line around the nations and just confess one to another our sin. You don't have to do this again. No one's making you. But I just wonder if God might meet us were we to, as family, confess our sin one to another. And if God might do something unique were we to confess our sin one to another. Now, I'm not going to ask you to do anything I wouldn't do. And so I'll start us. So if you want, you just make your way up in the back, this way, back, this way, and then you just return down the center aisles. But as I was thinking about what Martha said earlier and the reasons to adore God, it, one caveat, we don't have time even with, you know, several hundred of us, we don't have time for the entire story of the sin. So it would be as simple as, God, please forgive me for, God, I'm sorry for, and then fill in the blank. Does that make sense? So if this were me, and it is, I would say, God, please forgive me for, in my anger, at times being harsh and rude in my words with my family. I'm going to leave some time again. No one has to, but I trust that God will put it on some people's hearts to confess alike. Amen. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We could say, God, I'm sorry, God, forgive me, but there's three words that probably sum it up. Jesus is better. Amen? Amen. Will you join me now and stand, please, as we welcome Lydia to read from the scriptures in Numbers chapter 6. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord show his grace to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you peace. You may be seated. Intercession. <clears throat> we are called a kingdom of priests. The Bible calls us a kingdom of priests, and today we're going to take up our priestly role as intercessors, and we're going to intercede for blessing on someone. So be thinking right now, who would you, whose life would you like to invest in this morning for blessing? 
Think through the people you know and choose someone that you would like to bless this morning. Um, intercession, when you are a priest, you are standing before God on the behalf of the people, or you are standing before the people on behalf of God. So today, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes, put your hands on your knees, and then imagine that your hands, rather than being on your knees, they're on the shoulders of the person that you are going to bless this morning. We're going to play a song. It's called The Blessing. And it uses some of the scripture that Lydia read for us this morning. And as you have your eyes closed and you're just imagining this person that you want to bless, let the words of this song just play through your mind and be the words of your prayer or inform the prayer that you are praying over this person. Okay. The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward
At night, when I'm tucking my kids in, I often ask them what song they want me to sing. And one night, my son said, can you sing the song that says, burn down your church? I said, burn down your church? And then I realized she was talking about build your kingdom here and the line that says, set your church on fire. And so I had to explain to him that we actually weren't burning down churches, but we were asking God to have the Holy Spirit um, intercede for us so that we can go out and his kingdom can be built here. The entire song is asking God to be here for us and to come be present here and build his kingdom on earth. So will you stand and sing with us?
Amen. All right. So by faith, let's thank God for hearing our prayers and setting into motion his response. We don't know how God will answer, but he will answer. Every prayer you've prayed lasts forever because God is eternally omniscient. He never forgets anything. So your prayer stands, prayers this morning stand before him as witnesses for all of eternity, and he doesn't forget any of them. So will you read these verses aloud with me? Lord, we thank you that since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for you. Lord, we thank you that you know the plans you have for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us hope and a future. Then we will call on you and come and pray to you, and you will listen to us. Thank you that we will seek you and find you when we seek you with all our heart. Lord, we thank you that the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans, and he who searches our hearts knows the minds of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God.
sing. Can we thank God for our music worship team that leads us each and every week? Yeah, amen. Can we thank God that we have such a gifted and passionate sister in Christ regarding prayer and just worshiping God, Martha Farina? Thank you, Martha. A lot of time and energy and effort um, from her giftedness went into allowing this gathering to happen. I want to remind you, we do have these prayer guides as well uh, in back that use them. We have this linked along with the kids' activity guide that your kids participated in. Both of those are linked to our YouTube channel for this stream from this, so you can have that as a follow-up resource. I want to remind you too, if there's something maybe that you feel like God did or, or put on your heart today that you weren't able to process with someone, would like to pray or talk with someone from the prayer team, they'll be here afterwards for you. Um, otherwise, I, I pray this, this week as we go out that, that our hearts would be full of worship for this way maker, the one who we adore, the one who we can confess our sins to knowing he'll forgive us. He's, he's that big. Jesus is better. The, the one who we can even go to on behalf of others and the one who we give thanks for because he's totally changed our lives and continues to do so. Amen? We will see you back here next week in West Bend at 9 and 10.30 a.m. and in Jackson at 10 a.m. Early Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us this morning and worshiping with us virtually. We'd love for you to take a next step. Uh, maybe that's joining a group. Maybe that is serving in some way, but some way in a family of faith near you taking a step beyond the virtual gathering. Yeah, what we read in Scripture is that the body is meant to build one another up into the fullness and maturity of Christ. And that cannot happen really alone. We don't find uh, lone wolf Christians, if you would, in the New Testament. And so we would so strongly encourage you to engage in your local faith community where you are or here in the body at Kettlebrook Church. We'd love to have you take a next step in that way. So God bless and hope to see you soon.